Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, you are listening to another episode, the reaction episode of the Michigan Wolverines versus the Nebraska Cornheisers, uh, Cornhuskers. Uh, the game that never was played, 1997. We had to split the fucking goddamn national title with these assholes. Um, so finally, we get our revenge. I know we've played them a few other times, but they've never been as satisfying as this one. Um, all right, this is the Michigan Wolverines Maniacs. Uh, you can also find us at Michigan Man uh, fan page on Facebook. So please go ahead and like that. Please become a – I mean, you can catch this podcast anywhere, and obviously if you're listen, listening, you found us. So uh, – but please go to Michigan, man. I, I carry on conversations. Uh, we talk before the game, during the game, whatever. Whatever you like, just enjoy it there on Michigan, man. It's all Michigan all the time. Um, sorry for there was no big game pregame this week for the Corn for the Cornhusker game. Uh, but I was out of town. I was in another country on an all-guys trip. It was uh, a bunch of my buddies from England had birthdays on the same two weeks. So we decided to go to Spain and party it up for about a week. Uh, it's phenomenal. It was, it was a much-needed break to get out, relax, get away, and kind of clear my head. Um, I'll go there every week if it means that Michigan wins 56-10. to 10. I mean, I did not like missing the game, but wow, what a result, huh? I mean, I I put off watching it until I got back here in the States. I watched it last night, and I've got some some things. But first, can I say that this might be, this might be the closest to a perfect game we have played in, I don't know, years I mean, we had special teams. We had uh, our defense was amazing. Our offense was amazing. I mean, we hit on all cylinders and just not slightly, but majorly hit on all cylinders. If it wasn't called for, if, 
if the muff punt can't be advanced, that's a touchdown taken back. Um, then also the uh, Dylan McCaffrey, what, what was that, 80-yard touchdown run? I mean, the, the boy has got some fucking speed on him. I mean, he's not going to win, you know, any 40 races. But, Jesus, you that's another little wrinkle another fucking team's got to worry about. That's fantastic. I mean, this thing could have been in the 70s easy. Very easily. Um, may I say, I'll give credit where credit is due. Even though the offensive line... Uh, missed some things, but they won the majority of the battles, and that's all I've been saying this whole this whole time is that just if the offensive line is ten to fifteen percent better, we are going to be almost impossible to stop. And they were way they're like sixty percent better. This team was winning a lot of battles up front. They're handling the uh, the the pass rush much better than they were against SMU. Like I told you. Competitive blowouts, you learn more as an offensive team or just as a team in general from a competitive blowout than you do a one where we just fucking dominate. It's nice, though, to have a competitive blowout and the things you did poorly in, uh, you come up and you really show the results in the next blowout, which is the next week. And that was fantastic. The offensive line handling the pass rush, which was kind of a problem last week for us. And then also um, our defense being able to handle Martinez a lot better than what we were doing with that, that quarterback in the second half for SMU. A mobile quarterback is always going to be our, our, key, our Achilles heel, especially with how aggressive we are. But... What was our what was definitely a disadvantage for us in the Notre Dame game because it was right off the bat and everybody was nervous or whatever is now probably what's going to carry us through this tough schedule. And that's how many people we are rotating in and out of the uh, defensive line. Holy crap. And then also if if uh, Hudson. Or Bush need a break? Get that Jordan Glasgow in there. That motherfucker can... That guy can pass rush. He looked good. He looked... I mean, he's a Glasgow brother. Name one Glasgow brother that wasn't good at a position he did. Offensive or defense. It's impossible. You're Glasgow. You're there. You're hard-nosed. You're ready to play some fucking drag-em-out football. That's what they do. And they do it well. Um... But, I mean, Jordan did great. I mean, fuck, man. Carlo Kemp, he's adding an, a, an added bonus to this defensive line that I don't think we have if you have um, if you have uh, Aubrey Solomon in there. I love Aubrey Solomon, and I can't wait to have him back because I think he's, I think he's Warren Sapp. I really do. Uh, so you can, get, you can get bench Money or whatever, bench, dumb fourth, whatever you want to do. But... Solomon, and then you keep this mix, man, because you can put now you have the opportunity to have uh, Rashawn Gary in as tackle, and then he's stunting with with fucking Chase Winovich. I mean, we're, we're we got these, we've got these situations now. They're so much different than what we had last year, and we have so many young kids. Aiden Hutchinson, hello. That kid definitely living up to the father's good name. Aiden Hutchinson is a fucking beast. An absolute athletic beast. He's a true freshman, by the way, just so you guys know. That that kid's going to be around for a while. 
fucking awesome. I mean, the way he can jump, the way he can run laterally, the way he rushes the passer. This kid is going to be an all-Big Ten for years to come. Our defense has never looked so good. It's, it's, you can't do anything. It's suffocating. It really is suffocating. Now, yeah, they get off a few good passes, sure, but that's what's always going to happen. There's always going to be one or two breakdowns on the passing. It's just the way it goes. That's why I would love to see more Thomas in there when we can get him because 4-3 speed can make up for a bad a bad uh, handle of a route or a bad push-off or whatever, right? You, you, mis- you misplay something. 4-3 speed can get you there. And... uh I know I haven't been always been a huge fan of Metellus, but I got to give, like I said, it when credit is due, credit is due. Back-to-back weeks for interceptions, setting the tone. Setting the tone, that's what those do. That's why interceptions are so important. You set the motherfucking tone, and that's what they did early, right off the bat. I mean, you could almost say that broke Nebraska's back. Because, I mean, boom, and what did we do? We moved it down like a good offense would and scored. Get the ball back, move the ball down, and score. That's what this defense allows us to do. And if our defense can stay off the field and rest, and our offense can move and put together drives like this, we're going to we're going we're going to kick the shit out of some fucking people. Absolutely, kick the shit out of teams that the pundits don't us expect don't expect us to. You know, I mean, look at just let's go over the special teams. That's what's been was missed sorely last year. But Hart, great punter. Uh, only only mistake he's had so far this year is he muffed that uh, field goal against Notre Dame. But he's averaging fifty nine point three per punt, fifty nine yards. Dude, that's phenomenal. That changes that changes the game for us. You know, special team wise. Then I mean, you've got guys like Aubrey Aubrey uh, Ambry Thomas. Come on, man. That kid, one touchdown. Already on the kickoff, over 100 yards on that one. Then he had that amazing pickup in midair on that muff punt that he ran in for a touchdown. Granted, you can't advance muff punts, but still phenomenal. I mean, the athletic ability of this kid's great. And like, like I said, I really do believe he's the second coming of uh, Woodson, which, by the way, was honored that day. Um, it was a perfect day for everything, apparently. Um then, you know, Peoples-Jones is looking a little bit more comfortable, obviously, with that punt return for a touchdown. He's really starting to let that become his own. Now, I still want to see what he does um, on the road. Everything's peachy and wonderful at home, but I want to see what he does when crowds are booing, yelling, and it's not the ideal situation to return a punt. I want to see what he does then. Um, like I said, here's another one. I mean, I'll probably go over in the big game. Pre-game, uh, when I do the uh, Northwestern one, but the biggest question mark we have right now is who are we on the road? I mean, granted, we get to find out early against Northwestern, and they're they're a good team. So that's the good thing about Northwestern is that they're very very beatable. I mean, I mean, beat down by like sixty beatable. But if you fuck around with them, they can bite you in the ass. They've got a good, they've well coached team, but the thing is, they're not as athletic as everyone else. So we put it on them early. We we can break their heart. We can break their spirit like we did Notre Dame. If we do what we did this week, next week, it'll be the same result. 
But we need to know who we are on the road. We need to establish that. We need to get that bad, awful taste of that Notre Dame game out of our mouth and refocus ourselves because we've got some major games coming up away from the big house, and we need to know who the fuck we are. That's why I'm glad that uh, our running backs, I know we hit some injury bugs. It's just been a rotating injury bug lately, but I think that also is another thing that helps us. I hate to say that these injuries have been they've been bad for us, but no, actually, if anything, it's helped us discover how, how talented we are truly throughout, how deep we are through every fucking position. I mean, for God's sakes, did you see Christian Turner run? My God, that kid's, I think he's a true freshman. And then we got Truth, like True Wilson. Oh, my. that kid fucking earned every bit of that, of, that, of that scholarship he got. He earned it. The kid's hard, hard hitting, hard running, good blocker. He's, he's going to be a really good back. Um, Higdon, obviously, without a doubt, last week he was missed. I really do believe if we had Higdon instead of Evans, there would have been much, there are much bigger plays. Evans is a great change him up guy. He's like the cha- he's like the cur- the curveball instead of the fastball. You know what I mean? Like Higdon is definitely our, cur- our he's our fastball. Just boom, cutter fast, bang right down your throat. Try and hit it if you can. Fucking Evans, he's gonna he's gonna show you one thing and then he's gonna drop down. He's he's that guy. He's a good change him up guy. I love Evans, but he needs to only come in off off the bench, in my opinion. Uh, and then you throw in that you throw in Wilson, and then fuck man, let's get let's get some more Samuels in there. Let's get some more Christian Turners in there. Let's see what we got, man. The future is super bright. This is a very good Michigan team overall, but this will not be. I'll tell you this right now. We will look back in five or six years. This is the team that got us to our greatest team. Because we're so deep. I mean, let's look at the wide receivers for a second. Um, Black got hurt, so we found out more about Nico Collins. But Black, speed guy, runs great routes, good hands. Would sound like anybody? Sounds just like Nico Collins. Big guy, fast, good hands, decent route runner. Um, then you've got People Jones, our best, probably our best overall wide receiver. He's got everything you need. He's got the speed. He's got the hands. He's got the route running. He he is a bazillion times better than what he was last year. I mean, way better. I I can't even imagine what he's going to look like next year. Um, then shit, Oliver Martin. He's our. He is the Broncos. Used to have a guy. A long time ago. Now I'm a Denver guy, so I grew up watching them. There were two wide receivers in the Denver Bronco history that he reminds me of. One's Eddie McCaffrey, which is Dylan's father. Eddie McCaffrey wasn't the most flashy guy in the world, but he ran good routes. He was tough. And if you ever needed a catch, the toughest catch, at the most key time, Ed McCaffrey got it for you. It didn't matter if if he tore his ACL. It didn't matter if he got a fucking concussion. It didn't matter because Ed McCaffrey got it. And then the other one was Tom Watson, way back. I mean, nobody's going to remember this guy. But uh, he also had a kid who went to Michigan. Um, But Tom Watson, uh, fantastic 
possession wide receiver. Not as, as tough as Ed McCaffrey. Ed McCaffrey is one of the one of the great overall wide receivers, possession wide receivers I've ever seen play. Um, because of his height, his speed, his route running, his, uh, his ability to take a hit, and his ability to give a hit. Um, anyways, but Tom Watson was another solid guy. When you needed that third and 11, he, uh, he tippy-toed the corner and got it. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, but Oliver Martin reminds me of that guy. He runs good routes. He looks like he can take a hit. He's a smart kid. I love the routes. He he's always finds a way to get open. Same with this Ricky Bell. I know I mentioned him before, and I hate to pat myself on the back, but this kid's going to be something. We're going to have the connection of McCaffrey Bell for at least two to three years. I don't even – Milton's now – Joe Milton has got a fight on his hands to become the starting quarterback next year because McCaffrey, what he's doing now is phenomenal. He is the absolute counterpunch to our fucking jab with uh, Patterson. That's what I'm saying. We're like boxer, man. We have so many different weapons right now, and they're all good. They're all they all show something different. If you can stop a running quarterback, then we'll put fucking McCaffrey in there. We'll let him sit in the pocket and pick you apart. And if then if you start to bring him, rush him, he can run. We do so many things now. So many. Our quarterbacks are so much better. And the good thing is about our quarterbacks now is that they love and appreciate being a Michigan quarterback. That says something. You want to know why there's no Ohio State famous quarterbacks in the NFL? You can name a few that have lasted a couple years, maybe even a decade. But none of them have been great. Because there's no honor in being an Ohio State nothing. Maybe a linebacker, defensive line. But no one gives a shit. Quarterback. Michigan quarterback has always meant something. Always. They go in and, hey, there's still still a few in the league kicking around. You know, and starting. So, and it's been sad that the last good one that we had was Chad Henney. That's how long ago that was. Uh, Jake Ruddock. Fantastic kid could have been way better if we had him more for longer. Um, I think he's a solid kid, and I think he's going to show in the NFL when he gets a chance. Um, but then he had Spate, who didn't really understand it. He belongs at UCLA, a phony LA program. That's where he belongs because he's a phony. He's a phony LA kid. I, I don't know if he's from LA, but he certainly looks it. And then John O'Corn, what a piece of crap. He was awful. I mean, he makes me long for uh, Devin Gardner, and that's how bad that is. Devin Gardner was, in my opinion, one of the worst quarterbacks I've ever seen play football. You know? Uh, so, yeah, it's our quarterbacks now appreciate what it means and want to live in that, in that shadow, want to live with that, you know, stake their claim to the Michigan quarterback position, you know? I mean, that's what's so great about it. I love it. I love the way it's all turning out. But, I mean, we even have Perry, another great slot guy. So, if you try and stop our run where we have the the breakout guy, our, our fucking workhorse in Higdon, you give him a little bit of a hole and he's fucking gone. And then, okay, you stop him. Then we throw in our changeup guy. We give you Evans for a little bit. Mix in, mix in with a little Wilson. Mix in with a little Turner. How are you going to stop that? Well, so let's say you're stopping that on a steady because our offensive line isn't doing great. How are you going to stop? Okay, so how are you going to stop our wide receivers? 
That's almost impossible. Good luck trying to stop our wide receivers. We go in a five wide receiver set. You might as well just forget it. And then you didn't. I mean, look at our fucking our tight ends now are blocking. I saw I don't know how many times on big runs, Gentry moving the line, helping create holes, and it's all held together by one person. And I don't know if you all will agree with me, but. From what I've seen, this one person makes this all possible, and that is Ben Mason. Ben Mason is a nasty motherfucker. I I love this kid. I'm so happy he got three touchdowns this game because he's he's everything that embodies Michigan football. Hard-nosed, team-oriented, not flashy, but he gets the job done, and he gets it done right. He puts his nose in where it doesn't belong and where it does belong, and he puts his helmet right in your throat. And I love that kid. I love it. And I think our offense really rallies around him. I think they look at him and they think, if he can hit, I'm going to hit. I'm going to do this. Because you had Gentry and freaking Mason opening gigantic holes, especially with Bushel Beatty, who I'm not a fan of still. I'm still he, – he could be a top five NFL pick. And I'm still not going to be a fan. I don't know why. I'm sure he's a really nice kid. And I'm not trying to attack him as a person. I'm sure he's a wonderful person. I really am not. I'm not here to attack anybody on a personal level. So if anybody thinks that, I hope that, I hope I can dispel that room. Because I just, I have nothing wrong with him as a person. Uh, except for O'Corn. What a, what a dog shit human. He is just an absolute dickhole. Um, other than that fool, I, I, I don't want to go after anybody, but I'm not, I'm just not a fan of Beatty. I'm just not. I think we have, I think we have a much better, uh, person in the wings with Jalen Mayfield or hell, you can even put Hudson in there. Either one, I think would serve us in a much better way than what we're dealing with right now with, with Beatty. That's just my opinion. But he even had a decent game this game. I mean, he was pushing people forward. We were winning the line of scrimmage battle, and that's all that we really need from this offensive line. Do that 60 to 70% of the game, and we will win tremendous. We're going to win the majority of our games. Because we're so explosive at every other fucking position. If you just give us a chance to showcase that, we will we will make it worth our while. We will make it the offensive line's pleasure to be that offensive line for us. Um, I'm just going over some of my notes. I just... Ben Mason, yeah, I just, I don't know what else happened in the Big Ten. Uh, I saw that Wisconsin. Wisconsin loses at home to BYU. And then goes in and beats Iowa at night at Iowa. How shocking is that fucking thing? Iowa beat could beat an NFL team at home at night. Fucking Wisconsin. You just don't know what you're going to get with them. But I'll be honest. They're not going to do shit against our defense. And our offense is going to eat them up. Uh, I really do. I I don't want to predict anything yet. But that's one of the, that's one of the win. That's one of the games. Uh... That I really feel confident that we're gonna we're gonna have a a statement win, and that's why I'm kind of sad that they lost to BYU, because it would be nice to fucking lay down a beating on the fourth ranked team in the nation. You know, um, I guess we'll just have to do that when we beat down Ohio State this year. But yeah, no, we're gonna. This is our year. 
This is our year to win the Big Ten. I really, I really feel it. This team looks good. And if we just continue, if that team from last week shows up every week, I don't know how we don't. I don't know how we don't win out. I really don't. We. It's going to be. A, it's going to be a straight out fist fight against Ohio State. But guess what? The last two years, I know we lost, but we were beating them. We were beating them like straight out toe to toe, fist to fist, and we were beating them. Two years previous, they needed. Two years previous, they needed fucking. Uh, Referees to win the game for them. And then last year, they just let O'Corn be O'Corn. They just waited. We were doing that. Just think about that last year, guys. Last year, we were beating Ohio State all the way with a third-string piece-of-shit quarterback like John O'Corn. John O'Corn. I don't know what goes. We have not been outcoached by Ohio State. We were too tired. We were whatever you want to put on us. Why we failed, but we failed. And with everything we're doing now, it's a complete different team. We have four or five guys that can go on that defensive line and are productive on that defensive line. Then we get Aubrey Solomon back. Hello. And then we mix him in with uh, Carlo Kemp and a singles and a singleton, and then a fucking Moni, and then Dunforth. That's just four guys that fuck that can play defensive tackle. Now and then you have Aiden Hutchinson. Oh my God, what Aiden Hutchinson? And you mix him in with Gary and Winovich. What? What's going? Nobody. Can you say nobody gonna stop us? That's just on the defensive line. And then Glasgow showing that he can be a fucking viper if we need him to. I was going to say everything that we have lost this year due to injury or whatever or penalty has only shown how deep and truly talented this team is. And it goes to show you the recruiting that Jim Harbaugh is putting into this team. Yes, it has taken four years to finally show and bear fruit, right? But it's starting to bear fruit for a f- And it's showing future prospects to be fucking great. It could be a real change in the Big Ten with who's out top all the time. Michigan could be that team. I feel it. I look at what's coming onto the field that are just freshmen. Look what we're doing. Oh my God. I'm just so impressed and so happy. And once again, I just, I want to thank you guys for listening. Uh, it's been great, man. I would, I checked every time I, I got, <laughs> every, every time I had Wi-Fi and I could use my phone over in Spain, I always checked to see how, what the numbers were. And it always blew me away with just there has to be more listeners and that's I'm so happy about that and please guys please continue to listen uh, I love the support if you want to get a hold of me like I said just go to my fan page on Facebook it's Michigan man uh, really easy simple spelling um, and then just keep listening and become a maniac man we're going to do this it's going to become a great uh, fantastic uh, podcast that everybody in Michigan or everywhere else who loves the Wolverines and considers themselves a maniac like us 
can sit down and really enjoy, you know? And uh, I really appreciate everything from you guys. And, uh, you know, our team looked great. Uh, we need to improve on some things. But overall, I think every week we are looking awesome. Uh, there's a new test this week with with Northwestern. Is that who are we on 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 the road? What's our identity on the road? And I think that's a great test to find out with a, a decent team. A decent team that if you sleep on them, they'll beat you. So let's hopefully we break their back and we kick their ass. And hopefully tomorrow I will have out the uh, big game pregame or the day after to give you guys a little bit of time to breathe and get this all together. And, uh, you know, always and forever, guys, uh, go blue.